Think insurance is boring? Think again. Many experts say that insurance is the most powerful industry on the planet. So join us and discover why the Quoters Cast is making insurance super cool. So, Jeff, I appreciate you being here, and I've got a little intro that I want to read because I find sure. this I find this quite fascinating. Um, okay, so I'm speaking to Jeff Weber of JJJinvesting.com. And you've Okay, and you've written four books, right? And one of which called "I Guarantee." Here's you, one of them. Aim for millions with stock options. Okay, right. excellent. A friend of mine actually just started uh, trading options, so this is. I'm curious to see uh, what you have to say here. You're also uh, an expert in the aim investing uh, uh, technique, right, which is a, which is a contrary investing method. Uh, invented by a wonderful gentleman named Robert Lucillo in the 1970s. Okay. Now, back then, he used it with stocks because you didn't have long-term options, which is what I use for it now. I'll explain a little later how that works. But, yeah, as I tell all my investor friends, the only way to invest is to be a contrary investor because otherwise, how can you buy low and sell high if you don't buy low to start with? Well, I think a lot of people would agree with you. I think what stumps a lot of people, though, is that they don't understand how to do that. So how, what have you figured out that the rest of us haven't? <laughs> Here's what I figured out. Okay. Aim. The enemy of all investors is emotion. So you need logic. Well, Mr. Lucillo's AIM method on a simple eight and a half by 11 piece of paper with 11 columns shows you exactly when to buy, when to sell, and how much to buy or sell. So it completely takes emotion out of it. Uh, and just a quick explanation of what I do. Uh, Let's say you bought an option for $10. Well, you have to buy a contract, which is 100 options. Well, I recommend you start with 15 contracts. Okay. So let's say you set up the spreadsheet and you initially buy at $10 for the option. I figure out at the bottom of the option when your next buy should be and for how many more contracts and when your next sell should be. And in essence, think of Goldilocks in the middle, you know, you don't want a price that's too high. You don't want a price that's too low. You want prices that are just right. So, so if you buy it at $10, I have found from years of experience, a great place to buy is about 25% lower than your original buy price. So if you bought at $10, I'm going to tell you your next buy is going to be maybe three or four contracts at seven dollars fifty cents and then the same thing with the sell if you bought at 10 you want a sell price it's 25 30 percent higher so let's say we set up a sell price at 13. so you'd look at the bottom of your spreadsheet and you'd see i have a buy for four contracts at seven dollars fifty cents and i and hopefully if the price goes up I have a sell at $13. I'm making a 30% profit if I sell at 13. Well, then all you have to do every day, you check 
I recommend you check at the end of the, the trading session, you know, when the market closes and you see if it hit one of those prices. Now, to make sure you never miss a buy or sell, I advise all my clients to use limit buy and sell prices. What does that mean? That means the stockbroker has your buy and sell in their computer and they will automatically be executed if you hit one of those two prices. Okay. Now, the advantage of that is, let's, like I told you, if, if you put in a sell at $7.50 with a limit buy, uh, you know, buy at $7.50, mm -hmm. well, two things can happen, both of which are good. You're going to get the buy you wanted at $7.50. You never could pay more. But the beauty of a limit buy is if the, the stock is having a bad day and the price goes below $7.50, you might wind up buying it at $7.25 or $7. So you get it at an even lower price. Right. The same with the sell. You might get the sell at 13, but you might get it at 1325 or 1350. Right. And limit orders stay open an average of two or three months, depending on the broker. So, uh, you know, I, I always advise people make sure you keep a calendar and you know when they're going to expire. So you make sure you renew them if you're not. But the beauty of it is now you know logically. My buy is four contracts at $7.50, and my sell is $13 at, you know, for, say, four contracts. Mm -hmm. So you've taken all the trouble out of investing of knowing when should I buy and when should I sell. I, I, I taught a class on AIM investing many years ago at Ramstein Air Force Base in Germany. I love helping airmen and soldiers. I worked for the army for 35 years. So I got, I got to live overseas 17 years and I really enjoyed trying to instruct and help the young soldiers and airmen, uh, you know, get started financially investing because while the military may be a great career, it's not a great way to make a lot of money that you're going to be able to, you know, right. uh, have the life you want with. Mm -hmm. So I used to, start my class by always asking people, does anybody here own any stocks? And a few hands would go up and I'd say, well, if you can't tell me when you should buy, when you should sell, or when you should do nothing, then you don't have any business owning those stocks because you don't have any sort of an investing method <laughs> that will make you uh, consistent profits. Even when I was young, I, I would haunt used bookstores, and I was actually very thankful I found Mr. Lucillo's book. And I thought it was such a good way to invest that not only would I want to use it for myself, but I'd want to share it with as many people as possible. Another quick thought is, okay, right now we're in the middle of a pretty bad bear market, people would say, you know, that prices are way down. Not totally true, because the the NASDAQ is way down. The Dow Jones stocks are not as way down. But what I, I tell, what I came up with, the beauty of AIM is that it invests in long-term options. Okay. Well, long-term options is or leaps is just simply a way of describing options 
that expire the third Friday in a January okay. and have more than one year before they expire. So right now I have all my clients in January 2025 options. Okay. okay. Let's can so we have, have roughly two yeah. years before they expire. Yes. Well, can we back up just a little bit, Jeff? And, and because I think some people may not be fully um, uh, cognizant of what AIM is. So if right. AIM is, is an acronym for automatic investment management. Uh-huh. And here, here's the way AIM basically works. You start with, let's say you started with $20,000 and you're going to buy one option or leap. You start by taking half of your money, 10000 and you're going to buy the option, okay? The other 10000 is in a column that's called cash, very simply. So you're starting with 10000 cash, 10000 leaks. You always want to have money to buy if the price goes down. This way you've taken care of it. Then the key to AIM is this. So you started with 10000 worth of options. You start with what is called the portfolio control number. That number is equal to your starting leaps amount. So if you start with 10,000 worth of leaps or options, the control number is 10,000. And then all you ever do daily, weekly, monthly, preferably daily, is you compare those two numbers. So here's, so here's the easy way to think of it, okay? If you started at 10000 and you bought your option at $10, well, let's say your option went up to $15, and that can happen. Well, then when you'd look, you'd see the value of your options had gone from 10000 to 15000 It's gone up. You're comparing the two numbers, and you say, which number is higher, 15000 for leaps or 10000 for portfolio control? Well, obviously, the leap number is higher. So you'd put the leap number on top and you'd go 15,000 minus 10,000 portfolio control. AIM wants you to sell $5,000 worth of options because they are now profitable. Now, Lucillo came up with a great idea and he, what he does in the column next to the value of your leaps is a column called safe. Safe is always 10% of the value of your leaps. So in the previous example, you you would subtract the 15,000 leaps value from the 10,000 portfolio control number, and AIM would give you sell advice of 5,000, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, if that, then what you do, which is very clever, is you take that safe amount, which is 1,500 or 10% of the 15,000, and you subtract it from the 5,000. So you go 5,000 minus 3,500, uh, minus 1,500, and AIM gives you a market sell order for 3,500 worth of options. Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to hold some back? Very simply, because trends tend to continue. So you, I've had many times when somebody, you know, held back the fifteen hundred because you know the, from the sell when the option went to fifteen, 
Then we, every time we have a buy or sell, we come up with a new buy and sell at the bottom of the spreadsheet. And then a week later, the option goes to 20 or 25 and we sell at the higher price. So the 1500 we held back and didn't sell at 15, we're selling later, a week or two or later for 20 or $25. So right. we're making even more profits. Right. So why do you think, why do you think this technique is uh, clearly it's been very successful for you? Why do you think it's not better known? Well, simply the, there's a, a vast prejudice against options in general. If you do a study, you'll find only 10% of investors own it, even own an individual stock. The rest are in mutual funds, ETFs, whatever. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the option portion, less than 1% of all people own an option. No professional financial advisor will ever recommend buying options to a client. And give you an idea of how prejudiced the industry is against it, Edward Jones, the big nationwide mm-hmm. you know, investment thing, they refuse to sell options to anybody. Oh, is that a lack of understanding? Hmm? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, uh, Jeff. Do you think it's mostly a misunderstanding just because they don't understand? Yeah, it's a misunderstanding because there's a widely circulated rumor that, well, all options expire worthless. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason for that is because the vast majority of options are are sold uh, that expire in a week or a month, and they're and they're bought by people from covered call sellers. I don't know if you're from a covered call. Say you own a thousand shares of a stock, you could sell ten contracts for a month. Say it was worth twenty five dollars, you sell it at twenty seven. Some speculator will buy those contracts and hope the price goes way up in a month and he'll make money. Well, those expire worthless about 90, 95% of the time. So it's like an income for the person who owns the stock. What I teach has nothing to do with that. I am selling you long-term options. You never have to worry about them expiring because what I do with AIM is this. Right now, I have everybody in 2025 options. That means they expire January 17th, 2025. Well, guess what? Come September of this year, the 2026 options come out for AIM. So what do I do? I tell people in, you know, they come out in September. I tell them in October, November, we're going to roll over to the 26 options. So you never have to worry about your option expiring because you're rolling it over with more than a year before it's going to expire. So you don't have to worry about the evil enemy of options, which is called time decay, because all options become worthless if you hold them till the day they expire. So we're we're rolling them over to the other options much sooner, and we never have to worry about time decay. So right now, like I said, I just I'm still in the process of rolling people over from 24 to 25 options. And the beauty of, like I said, to me, uh, an option on a good stock is as safe as the stock itself. I mean, do you think Apple options or 
not going to be safe and Apple stock is going to be safe? Of course right. not. Right. They're both as safe as ever. And why do you want to do options instead of stocks? I'll give you the perfect example. My other book called Here Are the Customers' Yachts is based <laughs> on using AIM with the dogs of the Dow. All the dogs of the Dow are, are the 10 Dow Jones stocks out of 30 that pay the highest dividends, okay? That's, that's been a tried and true method of making money for years using the dogs of the Dow. Well, guess what? All the dogs of the Dow have leaps. So I was curious. I said, I want to con contrast how AIM would do with stocks compared to how it would do with leaps to show people why you should be doing it with options and not stocks. Well, in eight years, the dogs of the Dow stock portfolio using AIM is up 105% in eight years. So it's averaging maybe 11% a year. Most people would be very happy with 11% returns can, over eight years. Well, contrast that with how AIM is doing with the dogs of the Dow leaps. That portfolio in eight years is up 550%. So would you rather be up 100% or 550% when the risk level is the same? Wow. Yeah. So it, it's a no-brainer to me. The yeah. reason you want to do options is because they're five or six times as volatile as the stock. And, you know, why wouldn't you, you know, and, and I've had many people who are starting, you know, oh, my God, I'm in my 50s. I need to do something for, you know, retirement. This is the perfect way to catch up for all those years you didn't have any investment, any investments out there. So, That's an excellent point. I mean, it can explode. I had one guy in 2020, and he had to have a colonoscopy. I mean, he had terrible problems. He had colon cancer for something. So he had, you know, I won't go into it, but he started with 550,000. In, the, in January of 2020, at by at the end of December of 2020, that 550,000 had grown to 1,750,000. So he made 1.25 million in 2020. That's the year of COVID, right. massive layoffs and factories, massive unemployment. So. The, you basically have to ignore the economy and the world around you when you're investing. And that's why I tell people you always want to be in. I'll give you another quick example. I had one guy who got into what I call the AIM Hall of Fame because <laughs> I love to use sports analogies. And so I came up with the term a hat trick whenever somebody has three straight cells on their leap without being interrupted by a buy, you know. And, okay. and to do that, the leap has to at least double, you know. Wow. Well, I had one guy, he's in the Hall of Fame because he pulled off a name hat trick in one day. He had three cells in one day on his American Express leaps. American Express. In the morning, because he told me in the morning, hey, you know, uh, my, my leap, you know, I have a cell. So luckily, he, he caught me at a good moment. I immediately updated his spreadsheet, which only takes five minutes once you learn how to do it. It's just arithmetic. You never mess with Greeks or 
anything sophisticated. If you can do addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division, you can do AIM. So okay. I updated his spreadsheet. He caught, he, he sends me an email around lunchtime. I had a second cell. I said, oh, great. You know, so <laughs> I kind of forgot about it. Well, at the end of the day, when the market closed, he sent me, hey, Jeff, I, I had a third cell. I figured the third cell myself. In one day, his American Express leap went from $3.50 to $12.50 in one day. Just wow. because of a, a, a quarterly earnings statement. Right. So you see the volatility, and that's what you're taking advantage of. Now, right. when you have a bear market like we're having now, I have sophisticated adjustments to buys to make sure you will never run out of cash. I'll give you a quick example. You bought that, say you bought that option at $10, okay? Mm -hmm. You had your first buy at $7. Okay, I refigured your spreadsheet, and the next one, I would probably tell you, your, your second buy is at $5, half you know your original price. Mm -hmm. You make that buy. Okay, well, now your cash has maybe gone from 10000 to 6000 we'll say, because that's where the money came from to buy. Well, once you made that second buy at $5, I'm going to invoke my bear buy strategy. What's the difference? Well, I your third buy is going to be half of your previous buy, so you bought at $5. Your next buy is going to be at two fifty. Way low, and you're only going to use one third of your remaining cash. So one third of six thousand is two thousand. Okay, mm -hmm. you make that buy. Okay, let's say that buy happens. Now you're down to four thousand cash. You own a lot more, you know, contracts. You've greatly lowered your break-even point. It's nowhere near ten dollars. It's probably near five or six dollars right now. Okay, so you're. If you made that buy at 250, I'm going to probably invoke my super bear buy strategy. What's the difference? Okay. Well, half of 250 is a dollar twenty-five. Well, I'm I'm not I'm going to tell you don't buy it at 125. We'll lower it to one dollar. And okay. it, again, now you're going to use one third of your four thousand which is roughly $1,333. So you're going to buy another 13 contracts. So you can see you originally bought 15 at $10. Mm -hmm. Now you're buying 13 at $1. Mm -hmm. you, can you see how that greatly lowers your break-even point? And yes. the perfect example, and here's the only way somebody can fail at AIM. I had a guy from New York investing. His IBM... Leap went from ten dollars. Let's went from about twenty dollars down to two dollars. Okay, that mm -hmm. can happen. Okay, mm -hmm. but we were managing it, doing fine. So I told him, "You have a buy for twenty contracts at two dollars." He ignored me. Bad mm -hmm. mistake. Mm -hmm. Okay, it dropped even further to a dollar sixty. I wrote him again and said, "Hey." Because it went down to a dollar sixty, you can buy twenty-five contracts instead of twenty. He ignored me again. Well, that was a big mistake on his part because three months later, IBM was up to four dollars and fifty cents. 
If he had made that buy at $1.60, he would have been profitable at $4.50, even though his original investment was a lot higher. Right, right. And I'll give you one other sad tale of woe of how powerful options can be. I had this guy who's supposedly a smart man because he has a he has a PhD in in psychology and he's a therapist. Well, he was helping his girlfriend manage her money. Well, she started with sixty seven thousand in Facebook leaps. Meta now. Well, her leap went from like thirteen dollars down to two dollars. Um, I sent her an urgent buy. Well, he decided on his own without consulting me because he is too emotional, can't handle investing. He sold everything for himself and his girlfriend. So her 67000 resulted in a loss of 50000 because she only got back 17000 um, Well, Well, I save all the old spreadsheets for people, you know, in my file system. And I happened to stumble upon that spreadsheet about a year later. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed the leap was still active. It hadn't expired. And I was just curious. I wonder how her Facebook leap had done in the in the year since she sold it. Well, that leap had gone from $2 to $73. Oh. So I figured if she had done nothing, yeah. just forgot about it, her sixty-seven thousand would be worth two hundred seventy-three thousand. Yeah. So wow. I see this over and over, and I try and pass these lessons on to my investors who don't have the you know thirty-five years of experience that I do with options and, and aim investing, and show them that you know don't worry about what it's doing today, next week, next month. Where's that option going to be five or 10 years from now? Right. Okay. This is great. This, this is excellent. Um, we only have a few minutes left, Jeff. And this has probably been about the best explanation I've heard about options ever. And I think you can, yeah, this has been really excellent. So if people want to get into your program, if they want to learn more about your system, where is the, the best place oh, okay. to go from here? Go to my website, jjjinvesting.com. Mm-hmm. And you can get a copy of my free first book. I've written, like I said, four books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give the first one away for free. Other ones I sell at modest prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find information on buying any of my books at the at my website. I I love to help people. I'll give anybody anybody is even welcome to phone me. I'll give you my phone number. I'm, <laughs> uh, it's two one zero four seven eight zero six five five. I would be happy to talk with you about it. I've got many articles I can send you, and like I was saying earlier, the beauty of AIM is and using options is you can make money in both bull and bear markets. How do I know that? Because I remember one of my model portfolios was went down a tremendous amount in September, last September. Mm-hmm. And it was with calls. Well, calls make you profits when the stocks go up. But there's a way to make a profit when stocks go down. 
And that is by owning puts instead of calls. Right. So I back tested my model portfolio that fell the 500, it fell like 500% because in 16 years, it was up 2,500%. And it fell to like 1,900% at the end of September, but still up more than 100% a year. Not bad, you know? And so I tested it by putting puts in because I there's a way to look up how a put has or an option has done on Yahoo Finance. And so what... By backtesting it from October of 21 to October of 22, using puts, the AIM portfolio gained 91%. Wow. So there's a way to do it, you know, in the bull or bear market. And just one quick note. Sure. The last big bear market was the financial meltdown in 2008 and 9. Yeah. Okay, give you an idea. The Dow Jones fell from 13,000 to 6,500 in 2008 and 9. Right now, even despite the current bear market, it's at 34,000, which I view as bullish going from 6,500 to 34,000 in 13 years. Mm -hmm. Plus, I looked up, I, I was begging people to buy stocks and leaps back in 2009. Give you an idea of how prices can change. American Express was eleven dollars a share in two thousand nine. Ten years later, it was ninety one dollars a share. Wow. Boeing was thirty two dollars in two thousand nine. Ten years later, it was three hundred sixty dollars. Wow! Everything av the average stock I was recommending in March March oh nine went up an average of seven, eight hundred percent in the next 10 years. And based on ex historical experience, bear markets average 13 months. The current one has been going on for 13 months. It's due to end soon. And on average, it takes 27 months of total for stock prices to return to where they were before the start of a, of, of a bear market. So we don't have that much longer to wait. And historically, about 55 or 60% of the time, the stock market is bullish. The other 40% of the time, it's either bearish or going sideways. Right. So long-term, you always want to be in bullish or in calls, but short-term, I could see you, you know, getting puts. And I work with, you know, with all my experience, I can help people decide. I've got people with split portfolios. They have two calls, two puts, because certain ones, but, you know, let me warn you, on certain options, they can really go down. Yeah. And, but miracles can happen. I had one guy who bought JD. Uh, it went from $14 to 58 cents. Okay. Boom. Well, I told him, I said, it's so low, but he had gone from owning 15 contracts to owning 145 contracts. So I told him, I said, our only hope is a miracle. Why don't, you don't even have enough money to roll it over to a 25. Let's just put in a ridiculous sell price for all 145 and see if we get it. So he chose, when it was 58 cents, he put in a sell at $3.50 for all 145 contracts.
Well, the Chinese government said some nice things about JD. And within a week, we got that $3.50 price. And he sold everything, made a quick 27,000 profit and got back to even on that, on that option. So it's never hopeless with options because they can move so quickly. I've had, I've had options go up a thousand percent in a week, you know? So I, I tell people that's why you always want to be in the game. Excellent. View view options as like a mega millions ticket that never expires. And you just (laughs) got to hit the numbers one day. Right. Right. That's excellent. I love it. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm afraid we're going to get uh, cut off here, but this has been uh, very informative, Jeff, and uh, I appreciate your time and and your explanation and uh, I'll let you know when this is out. And so thank you very much. I'd be happy to send you my free book, you know? Awesome. Okay. I will. Okay. And and you'll get, and you get some, some of my sample newsletters. I would love that. And anybody who becomes a client of mine gets my newsletter for free. It's a $150 value right. a year. So you're very, you're very generous. Yeah, just, just go to that website and tell me you want the book and it's on its way. All right. JJJinvesting.com. That's thank you. It. Thank you thank very you much. Day. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Have a great and, day. And, and send me a link when you got this posted somewhere and I'll tell my friends to watch. That'd be great. Yes, I will. Thanks again. Thank you so much, Renee. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.